Hey, thank you for listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are streamed. You can also visit PraiseChapelLasVegas.com and follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas to stay connected with PCLV. Thank you again for listening. Here comes today's message. God is on the move, church. God is moving, but there's a great awakening. And I believe, amen, this is the last outpouring of the great uh, spirit that he's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh and blood, amen. And a revival is coming to America and around the world, church. Stay faithful, stay faithful, amen. And let's be part of what God's going to do in these last days, amen. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Uh, Today, we celebrate Palm Sunday, amen. And this is the, the day that Jesus... A grand entrance into Jerusalem. So I want you to turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 21. I'm going to read verses 8 through 11. Amen. Matthew 21, 8 through 11. And it goes on to say this, that a very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds went ahead of them, and those that followed shouted, Hosanna! To son of David, blessed he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna, somebody type in Hosanna, in the highest. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and they asked, who is this? And the crowd answered, this is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth in Galilee. Now I want you to turn to Luke chapter 1939. And it says this, that some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, teacher, Rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's just bow our heads and let's pray for this message today. Amen. On this Palm Sunday. Father, we thank you, Lord, once again. We thank you, Father God, for the creativity. Father God, for, for what, what the, the social media and everything that we can still get connected, Lord. The word can still go forth, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that not only is there just one church, Father, that we go to, but now there's several churches all across the United States, all across Las Vegas, Lord. There are churches, house churches everywhere right now, Father God. And Father, we ask that you would move this day, Father. And I pray for your word to go forth, Lord. And I pray for every living room that's out there that's listening to this word. Those that have an ear, let them hear what the Spirit of the Lord will say. That they would hear the voice behind the voice, Father God. And Lord, that you would move, Father God. I pray for signs, wonders, and miracles. I pray for healing to take place, Father God, right here. Father, uh, Father, you are everywhere. Holy Spirit, move and touch lives. We welcome you in every living room across this land, Father God, that you would move in a powerful way, Lord. And Lord, we pray for salvation, Lord, uh, those prodigals that will come home, Father God. And Lord, we ask this in the mighty Mighty name of Jesus, in all of God's people, say or type in, Amen. Amen. Church, uh, today uh, you got to understand that praise and God go together. You cannot, you cannot be talking about God and not praise God. Amen. Come on, because the God we serve is worthy to be praised. And today I want to minister a message entitled, listen, is your praise genuine? 
Is your praise genuine? Amen. The history is filled with examples of people who started out humbly and rose to great popularity, but at the end of their life became broken and defeated. We see that in athletes today, amen, uh, and even in the past, people that come uh, that came from no money to have some money to end up again with what? No money. Come on, somebody. Woodrow Wilson was such a man. He was one of our presidents that brought peace during World War I. He was cheered by many throughout Europe, but his cheering, the cheering was stopped one year after he came home. The war brought out depression financial struggles in the country, kind of what we're going through today, amen, which brought stress into his life, and he began to have health issues. And in and, and the next election, his party lost. Woodrow Wilson, who was heralded as a hero, came to his last days as a broken and defeated man. In our text today, we see such an example. Jesus, a son of a carpenter, educated in Nazareth, one who gained favor with people who was cheered and praised that day, but a few days later would be mocked, beaten, and even crucified by the same ones that were doing the cheering. At this time in history, the Jews found themselves under heavy Roman oppression. Come on, how many know that there's a heaviness in our world today. Taxes were high. There were restrictions, kind of like today. Lots of executions by the means of crucifixion. There was a heaviness of depression on people. And the Jews were in search of someone, a desired king that will come and set them free. The world, church, right now is looking for an answer, church. Uh, they're looking for freedom from this virus. Amen. Uh, Jesus, someone, someone type in Jesus. Jesus is the answer. Uh, Jesus is the cure. Come on, somebody. Through true freedom comes from Jesus. Amen. Uh, there is victory uh, over virus amen, in Christ Jesus. Can somebody say amen or put a little clap hand emoji? Hallelujah. Come on, the, the, those there to that day, uh, those that were gathered, seen the mighty works of this man, Jesus. Uh, they, were, they witnessed him restoring sight to the blind. Uh, they saw the evidence, evidence uh, of him healing the lame. Uh, they saw him feed the multitudes with a little boy's sack lunch and still had leftovers. That was a big sack lunch. Come on, somebody say Amen. <laughs> They heard about him raising Lazarus from the dead, and they listened to him to teach with teachings of, uh, with power and with authority. And they thought, with the power and authority like that, Jesus, without a doubt, was the one that would set them free. Here in our text, this is the scene, church. Jesus uh, is coming into town. Uh, he's coming into Jerusalem. Uh, he's riding on a donkey. The crowds are, are there and they're gathered. The cheers, uh, their shouts of praise as Jesus came into town. It's Jesus' celebration parade. Come on, they are declaring Jesus' day in Jerusalem. They are giving him the keys of the city, 
I mean, you can just imagine how the scene is. You can just imagine how, how awesome the feeling was, a festival. It was just a great celebration that was in the air. But when you really think about it, church, and stop and think about this, most people enjoy recognition. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, we, we like recognition. We like feeling a special, amen, especially your birthday, right? Everybody, well, oh, happy birthday to me. Sing happy birthday. Come on. Some of you guys out there advertise it for a month before your birthday comes. Come on, somebody. Come on. We like saying, hey, bro, you're, you're, you're a blessing, amen. Or, or, you know, sis, you're awesome. You know, pastor, you're the best. Come on, don't. Stop. No, no, don't stop. Come on. No, I'm just playing. But Jesus isn't like us. Can I let you in on something today, church? Jesus wasn't impressed with the praise they were giving him at this parade because he knew something more about it because he's looking, listen, church, for genuine praise, not something that's only going to last a day. Come on, somebody. How many know that he knows? Come on, type in, he knows. Come on, look at your neighbor. He knows, you know, hallelujah. Help me out there, Fino. Jesus is having a day. He's entering Jerusalem here in our text, and there's a great celebration going on, church. Come on, if we go back to Matthew 21, 8 and 9, it says a very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds went ahead of him, and those who that followed shouted, Hosanna to the Son of David, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. Come on, it looked like it was his day that day. There was a great crowd that came out for the celebration. I mean, clothes and palm branches, amen. Uh, come on, we're throwing on the floor, amen. Uh, people, amen, uh, were praising and shouting, uh, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Others were waving the palm branches, amen. Uh, come on, cheering us, his name, Jesus, Jesus. Come on, uh, Jesus is coming in like a rock star here. Come on, he's coming in. People are going crazy, amen. Uh, come on, they're just throwing everything on there, amen, as he's riding into town. There was a tremendous praise that was coming from the people that day. This was the biggest event that ever took place. Amen. Uh, come on. They never seen anything like this. It almost seemed to his disciples as a breakthrough for Jesus. Through that, through, through, through the disciples thought, they say, you know what? The master really missed this one. Come on. These people are not going to crucify him. They love him. Look at him. I think he really missed it. And while it seemed to be his day, things will soon turn for the bad. You see, Jesus, come on, he was always doing good towards others. He was always giving of himself. But listen, he was always blasted for his efforts. Remember the man that he healed with a withered hand? Good thing, right? Blasted. It was a Sabbath violation. He healed the man born from birth, blind. Good, huh? Nope. They wanted to kill him. Come on, there was a time that he set a demonic spirit free from a man. You think, man, that's a great thing, right? Nope. They freaked out and told him to leave the town. Raising his friend Lazarus from the dead. Come on. 
What a celebration. What a miracle. No, they say, we got to kill this guy. It seemed that every time Jesus did a good thing, he was persecuted for it. You see, Jesus knew that their praises that day would stop. That their praises, listen, were not genuine. Come on, somebody type in hello. See, Jesus wants genuine praise. God is looking for true worshipers. Jesus wasn't trying to stop their praise in our text or that day, but he does desire true worship. His desire is that our praise and our worship to be genuine. In John chapter 4, the story of the woman that he encountered at the well, Jesus told her this in John chapter 4, 23. Once you turn there, oh, you got it right there. Never mind. Hallelujah. It says, but a time is coming. Indeed, it is now here. When true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, the Father is looking for those who will worship him that way. Jesus, church, wants genuine worship. Listen, genuine worship will take you beyond the church buildings. Amen. Genuine worship will continue in spite of hard times. Genuine worship will lead you to trust and stand in victory. Come on now. Genuine worship will lead you to tell others about Jesus, especially in the time that we're living right now, church. Come on. Genuine worship helps you keep on going on. Amen. It keeps you going, church. Genuine worship. Don't worry. Don't have time to worry, church. Come on. Genuine worship stands. And I'm going to trust in God. He's going to come through again. Come on. Genuine worship says Jesus is going to show up right on time. Come on, somebody. Amen. Sorry. Now, if we go back to the woman of the well, Jesus went on to tell her in John chapter 4, 24, God is spirit. Those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. You see, true worship and praise worships Jesus for his very nature. He wants those praising him, listen church, to know him. Come on, Come on not, not just sing a song, not just sing whatever's on the monitor, not just sing out of there, but you're singing because you know him. Oh, you know him. You know how good he is. You you sing because, man, he's been good to you. Uh, come on, he's been faithful to you. Uh, he's been awesome to you. Come on. That's why we worship God because of who he is. Psalms chapter 30 verse 4 says, Sing praises to the Lord. You who belong to him, praise his holy name. Psalm 63, 3 to 6 says this, Because your loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise you. Thus I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name and my soul will be satisfied as marrow and fatness. Amen. My mouth shall praise you with a joyful lips. Amen. When I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches. Key words here of true praise found right here in this passage of scripture, church. My lips shall praise you, verbalizing. Come on, my hands shall praise you. Physical involvement, church. 
My soul will praise you. That's an inward dedication. Come on, my lips shall praise you. That means positive, joyful, happy lips, not negative. Come on, we got too many negative Christians out there and too many negative Christians posting things on Facebook. Come on, church, come on. Uh, believe in the Redeemer. Come on, uh, come on, look up. Uh, come on, uh, your salvation draws near, church. Yes. Come on, it's time not to fight or divide. It's time to unite and stand, amen, and know that the Lord is coming. Salvation is coming, church. Yes. I will remember you on my bed. I will meditate at night. It's not a Sunday thing, church. It's a 24-7 thing. Come on, somebody. This is genuine praise. The very nature of God is awesome. And it's worthy, church, to be praised. That's why Jesus stopped to heal those two blind men. Amen. It was part of his nature. Hebrews chapter 4, 15, it says, For our high priest is able to understand our weaknesses. He is caring. He is merciful. His nature is that church. And is worthy, church, of genuine praise. Come on, somebody. Look at the people that Jesus touched. He touched those who society thought was unimportant, like beggars and those that were poor. But God's nature is to reach out to those, amen, to care, to show mercy, to help the weak, the sick, the hurting, the lost, really everyone, all of you that are out there, he came for you. He cares for you. The Bible tells me that he was moved with compassion, that he is a merciful God. Come on, his mercy, the Bible says, are new every single day, church. Come on, somebody. Somebody's type in. Thank you, Jesus. He cleared out the temple. He chased people out and turned over tables, church. And he's doing that today. He's turning tables today, church. He's turning tables. He's stating that, that our God is a holy God. Amen. And he says his house shall be a house called the house of prayer, church. That is what he's looking for today. He rebuked those who tried to quiet those that wanted to praise him. Those people as they viewed as unimportant. But we praise a God of compassion. His heart is for the lost, the innocent, and the weak. I'm here to let you know, church, that he hears the cries of, you, of your people. He hears the cries of his people. He hears your cries, church. He hears your concerns. Amen. And I'm here to let you know that he loves you. Hallelujah. He loves you, church. If you think no one loves you, I'm here to let you know that Jesus loves you. God loves you. The Holy Spirit loves you. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody say thank you for his love. But God is looking for someone to seek him genuinely. I have a question for you today. How is your praise, church? How is your praise? Come on, is your praise based on what's going on in your life? I feel good today. You know what? I'm going to lift up my hands. I'm going to praise him. Hallelujah. Or is it based on who he is? 
Come on, despite of what's hitting your life, church, right now, God is still good, amen. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Come on, somebody say thank you. He is consistent, church. He never changes. You see, anytime we base our praise on to God on what's hitting our lives, our relationship with him, church, listen, we'll go like this. Up and down. Come on. I, I, I feel like praising him a day because I just got paid. My, you know what? My unemployment hit. Something happened. I got my check. or Whatever it is, amen. We can base it like that. But when things are bad, come on, church. Let's get real. For real, for real. We don't feel like praising him. Come on. But that's when it becomes, listen, a sacrifice of praise. Because God is still good even when you're having a bad day. Come on, somebody. He's still a good God, church. Come on, we praise him for who he is, not by what's going on in our lives, church. If we place our praise in who he is, we please God. Come on, and he will help us through our storms and trials that hit our life. Amen. The world, our lives, amen. Maybe your life, it feels like you're in a storm. Your boat might be rocking, church. Come on. Come on, anybody's boat rocking today, hallelujah. But I can tell you something today, church. Jesus is still on your boat, amen. He doesn't abandon you. He doesn't leave you hanging, church. He's right there. Just call on the name of Jesus. Jesus, church, can come any situation. He can speak to any wind, be still. Any storm, be still, and they will obey. Come on, church. The boat may be rocking. Just hang on. Tell your neighbor, come. Somebody type in, hang on. Just hang on, amen. Come on. Come on. It may be rocking a little bit, amen, but I'm telling you right now, God can stand up at any time and say, be still, and boom. All right, we're back. Right? Hang in there. Tell your neighbor next to you, hang in there. Come on. Tell somebody right there in your living room, hang in there. What's wrong with you? Trust Jesus. Or maybe you need to tell that to yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on in our text. These same people that were praising God, these same people who were throwing and waving those palm branches, these same people shouting, blessed he that comes in the name of the Lord, these same people that were singing Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest, later would say, crucify, crucify, crucify. These same people that day were just going with the flow. Kind of going with the crowd, church. Uh, just being part of what was happening in the current situation. But their praise, their worship, it wasn't genuine. And I'm here to let you know that Jesus knew that already. Come on, do you clap your hands? Because everybody else is doing it in church when we were gathered? Come on, were you just going with the flow? Is your praise genuine right now in your living rooms? In your homes, or are you sitting on the couch with your blanket while we're worshiping God? Oh, come, on. come on, somebody. Oh. Tell somebody, it's about to get real right now. Right. Hallelujah. Come on. Uh, are you participating or are you spectating? Come on. come on. Come on. We're in church, church. 
Come on, it doesn't matter if it be a living room. Come on, these are house churches right now. You should declare your house a sanctuary to God. Amen. You get up, you take a shower, you get dressed, hallelujah, and you come to church in your living room and you worship God. That is what God is looking for. Come on, this ain't a vacation time. Just sit back and I can come and comfort you in your own living room on your couch. You want a little blanket? Want me to put a little blanket on your... Are you cold? You want a pillow? Come on, this is a time to worship. It's a time to establish your house, a house of prayer and a house of worship. Come on, I get excited. Next Sunday, I'm coming in a suit, church, in my house. Hallelujah. Why? Because he's worthy. He's worthy, church. Do you praise and worship him because of who he is? Are you applying what you receive online as I minister to you online church? Or right after this live stream, do you turn it off and now it's Netflix? And keep on doing the old things. You see, when you do that church, you're no different than the people in the text. At one moment worshiping God and the next moment saying crucify, crucify, crucify. Come on, church, he's worthy of praise. Whether we're in our living rooms, in a bedroom, wherever you're at, church, it's time that we stand up and we praise God for who he is. Come on, we gather, church, and we're here to worship God no matter where we are because the building don't identify him. We identify him. We make him legal, church, as I ministered on it's us, and I do it because of who he is. There are times, church, come on, I don't feel like worshiping God. I'll be honest. There are times, I mean, I don't feel like getting up every morning at 9 a.m. and pray for an hour for the church. But let me tell you, something inside of me wakes me up and says, you know what? He's worthy. Amen. Come on. I got to get a compassionate heart. I got to align my heart next to his. Amen. And say, God, I need to seek for the people. I need to seek for our church. I need to seek for our city. I need to seek for the current situation. Amen. God, help me get up. Come on. Just like he told the disciples, can't you pray for just one hour? Come on, pray that you don't fall into temptation. Pray that you don't fall into the lies of the media. Pray, amen, that you get up, amen, and you start to believe in God. Grab a hold of God's word because let me tell you, when I get up and start giving him thanksgiving church, my attitude changes every day. And I can pray at 9 o'clock. I can worship him when I don't feel like worshiping because I know that he's done it again and he'll do it again and again and again, church. Come on, somebody. God is good. Come on, if you believe that, type in, he's good. And type in all the time. Hallelujah. Come on, type it in. If you really mean that, you type it in. If you don't, don't type it. But if you do, come on, all the time. God is good and all the time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, Jesus, church, is much more than that. Jesus is much more than the flow and, 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 and singing what everyone else is singing. Our praise, church, needs to be true and genuine. To live for Him, church. To meditate on Him day and night. Our attitude that says, 
To worship him, I live. Come on, that's what I want to do. God, I want to just I want to live to worship you. I want to live to 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 do what you call me to. God, I just want to worship. There's times I just God, can we just have a worship jam? Just me and you. You can bring the Holy Spirit and the Father. We just just have a great time. Just us us four and no more. Hallelujah. Come on, there's times I just want to worship the Lord because of who he is and what he's done in my life. Come on, look back, reflect on what he's done in your life, church. Come on, it should cause you to worship him. It should cause you to, to get on your knees. It should cause you to cry out to him because God, our God, is there for us. As I close today, church, because right now my wife's cooking some food and I'm smelling the food. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But we got some time here. We are to praise God who sent his son Jesus to save us as sinners, church. A son who became the final sacrifice. Next week, come on, Friday, he became the sacrifice. Next week, next Sunday, he rose from the grave, church. Come on. He, a perfect life, was laid down for imperfect people like us. He gave us life instead of death. He gave us good instead of evil, church. Proverbs Chapter 3, verse 5 and 6 say, says this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Somebody type in all your heart. And don't depend on your own understanding. Come on. Seek God for the understanding, church. Seek Him. If you seek Him, you ask Him, He'll give it to you. Seek Him. Seek Him for wisdom right now. And remember the Lord in all that you do. And He will give you what? Success. Success, But you can't spell success, church, without that you. Without you, church. you got to do your thing, church, and God will bring success as you trust Him with all your heart, as you don't lean upon your own understanding, and you just remember Him for all that He's done. Come on, if you're going through a hard time right now, reflect back on the good things that He's done, and He'll get you excited again to hold on and to trust Jesus. Can somebody say, Amen. Listen, if Jesus stopped for the blind, healed the sick, raised the dead, saved the lost, he will surely do it to help you or us during this time. Maybe this time of staying home or this time of being on lockdown is maybe, just maybe, to shift our self-centered desires to make them God-centered. Come on, church. And using our bodies to make God legal and let our light shine for Jesus and outshine this darkness that surrounds us and this virus, church. We, Jesus is the cure, but he uses us to bring the answer, church. As we align our hearts, our lights shine, church. In Matthew chapter 5, let me read this last scripture. 5 chapter 13 through 16. You guys getting it? Somebody say, yes, thank you, Jesus. You are the salt of the earth. And what good is salt if it's lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No, lights, uh, no one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. 
Instead, the lamp is put on its stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. The same way, let your good deeds shine for all to see so that everyone will praise who? Our Heavenly Father. Come on, church. Maybe you're saved today, but you never laid down your life like he did. Ain't it it a time for us to really lay down everything and live right for God and live holy church? Maybe you're doing things on your own strength instead of his. Maybe we start to lean upon him more. David, David found his strength in the Lord. We need to draw to God during these hard times, church, and you will find strength to overcome anything that you're facing today. Jesus seeks those who will praise Him in spirit and praise Him in truth, church. The question is, church, is your praise genuine? Amen. Is your praise genuine? Hallelujah. Why don't we bow our heads right there where you're at, church? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. Can somebody type in one more time?